Okay, so I think um, the recording I sent you last left off on that above on my bet at the top here. I'll have a little more agadita, and then we'll get to uh, a new Mishnah. There'll still be some agadita, but... Uh, okay, we were talking about this Garmam Yashel Edom. I don't know what you're going to call it. It sounds like the word Germany. I don't know, but if of Edom, who knows. Okay, Ve'amor HaMichama Barchanina Tlat Me'a Taga Ika Be'Garmam Yashel Edom. There are 300... Uh, princes with crowns in Gemar Miyashaladom, a certain amount of leadership. Utlat Miyavishid Vichamisha Marzabne Ikebarome, and there's 365 chieftains in Rome. And every day, like these go out to fight against these, and they kill one of them. And they're like, they're consumed sort of with like establishing a, a kingdom. I don't know exactly what this is trying to represent here. It sounds sort of like, uh, it sounds very agadic, right? Like what's exactly happening here, but something's having some fight between, uh, you know, Germania uh, Shaladom and Rome. Ikav, um, sorry, last place. Um, Rabbi Yitzchak, im yomer lach, okay, no, okay, here, okay, so that, that's that, fine. Now, Ve'am Rabbi Yitzchak, here's a famous line. Im yomer lach adam, yagati v'lo matzati, al tamin, the person says to you, to you that I worked very hard, I toiled, and I didn't find any results, do not believe him. Lo yagati matzati, if a person says, I did not toil, and I found the result, also al tamin, also don't believe him. Yagati matzati tamin. So if I say, I, I toiled, and I found the result, so then you can believe him. Okay? So this is a very famous line in terms of, like, a thing about, like, Muster Shmuz and, like, uh, encouraging people. So we say, like, you know, working hard has its own value, right? The idea that a person works hard and doesn't find results isn't a real thing. The Gemara says, But this is only in the words of Torah. Meaning, if you study Torah, if you work hard in Torah, you're gaining something. Whether it means uh, spiritual reward, whether it means skills, whether it, whatever it might be, there's all sorts of things you're beginning, but you're really gaining something. Through, simply through the effort itself, you're beginning something. But when it comes to business, siyata hu min shemaya. That's all. It's, it's help from heaven. Meaning, it's, it's all. Uh, it's all. Uh, who knows? It's in Hashem's hands, right? There are people who get rich quick. You know, they buy a little stock in Apple in 1984, and uh, all of a sudden they're millionaires. And some people, like they, you know, they work their whole life and they end up with nothing because whatever they just never found success. Everything was always the wrong way. Now it's in Hashem's hands. But Divrei Torah, no. Ula Divrei Torah, lo amran ela lechadude. And even when it comes to Divrei Torah, it's only to sharpen your understanding of Torah, like doing Chazara, reviewing, things like that. Aval le'uk me girsa, siyat mishmai. But to establish girsa, meaning like to sort of uh, um, get a, uh, a broader knowledge, I think he's saying, they have a broader knowledge, and a certain understanding, um, <coughs> that's also siyat mishmai. That's also siyat mishmai. Meaning that at a certain point, I guess there's a certain inherent... Uh, Skills or you know talents a person has, Hashem blesses you with certain things. There is going to be a limit. There is going to be a limit, but uh, but generally the idea. Rashi says, You don't forget, like having a good memory. Some people have a big, better memory than other people. What are you going to do? Like Hashem helps you with that. Doesn't mean you can't. By the way, doesn't mean you can't help yourself out with uh, with reviewing a lot of times and studying. You can still remember. We all have abilities to uh, to remember better, but you know, some people more than others. Okay, <clears throat> now. Ve'amar Rabbi Yitzchak. And Rabbi Yitzchak also says, I know this thing from Rabbi Yitzchak. If you see an evil person, a wicked person, who the hour is literally playing with him, meaning he's having success, don't provoke him. Shnei says, do not contend with the wicked. 
for the Od Elo Shadracham Masvichim. And not only that, that's not worth it to provoke him, but his ways are going to be successful. Like you see, he's not like an uptick. Shnemar, Yachidu Dracha Becholet, that his ways will become successful at all time. Not only that, but he'll defeat you in judgment. Shnemar, Marom Bishpatacham Yinegdo. Right? That uh, the. the, uh, your mishpatim, or your uh, statutes, or the, the laws will be uh, brought up against him, and like he'll defeat you. <laughs> uh, not only that, but uh, does Rashi explain here? Um, I think it means sort of like that. Uh, he'll see like you'll see you'll, you'll see the enemies. Yeah, you see the enemies sort of uh, be successful. All those who. Oh, no, it means that he'll defeat his enemies. That all those who oppress him, he'll blow at them. I mean, he'll just like, like this. A silver blow, he'll puff at them, and they'll just disappear. The Gemara says, but any is that so? The Gemara says, You're allowed to provoke wicked people in this world. So why is Rabbi Yitzchak saying, don't uh, get involved with Rishayim? We have other statements of Amorim. We say, you're allowed to provoke Rishayim. Shnamar just says, Those who abandon the Torah will praise the wicked, and those who keep the Torah will provoke them. Vitanya, and we learn that Brayta, Rabbi Dostai Bar Matuno Mer, Mutar Bitkor Ber Shaim Baulamaze, you're allowed to provoke wicked people in this world. Vim Lachshaka Adam Lamar Altitar, Bimra Imbatagenebo, say Abelah, and first of all, Lachshaka means like a whisper to you, but first of all, like whisper to you and say, don't get involved with these wicked people. Don't be jealous of those who do the bad thing. I mean, sometimes, you know, a person is doing like the wrong thing, let's say they're cheating, or in business, or whatever, or on tests, who knows what. And you get a little jealous, you're like, oh, maybe I should also cut corners, because look, they're finding success, and I'm not finding the same success. They're finding it much easier. So maybe I also want to do that. He says, no, Mishalibo no kfo, Only somebody who's hard is sort of like, no uh, kfo uh, means you're like poking him literally, but it means, it means somebody who's like having doubts says something like that. You should be trusting yourself that you are doing the right thing. Allah, rather, what does it mean? <coughs> Excuse me. Al titchar b'mareim liyot kamireim. Rather, what it means is don't provoke the wicked to be like the wicked. Don't be jealous of the oseavla to be just like them. Okay. Ve'omer, and it says also al yikanelit chabachataim. And also says, do not be jealous uh, in your heart of those who uh, sin. Okay. So again, so it seems to me there's a there's a there's a contrast brought up here. We have Rabbi Yisrael who's saying. Don't don't get involved and just ignore them. Get, no, don't get involved. And Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shemayichai were saying, no, fight them, fight them, you know, actively. Gemara says low kasha. There's no there's no difficulty here. Habimili didei, habimili dishmaya. One has to do with your own personal matters, and your own personal matters. Maybe you don't have to get involved with them. Maybe, okay, maybe don't go up against a rasha who is having some success right now. But b'mili dishmaya in spiritual matters, yeah, fight them. Okay, if they're trying to deceive you or do something wrong in, in spiritual matters, don't just go along with that. You know, fight against it. Be by name. Alternatively, haba haba mili didei. Both have to do with your own personal matters. But lokasha haba tzadikamur haba tzadikshenigomur has to do with well, who are, who are you? Are you a fully righteous person or not a fully righteous person? Maybe a fully righteous person can fight against them, but not not that way. The Amar of Huna, Ravina said, "My dichtiv lama tabi bogdim tachuris bebala rasha tzadik mimenu." He says, "Why should you look at the bogdim? The uh, bogdim are like traitors. Tachuris uh, to be silent. Bebala rasha tzadik mimenu as the wicked swallows up the person who is tzadik mimenu who is more righteous than he." Sadiq Bimenu Bolaya, Sadiq Amor Eno Bolaya. So Sadiq Bimenu, person who is more righteous than the wicked guy, yes, the wicked person could swallow them up. It could be that the wicked person has a certain advantage at certain times, and they could defeat you. But a Sadiq Amor, that's only if he's relatively more Sadiq, but Sadiq Amor, he's not going to be able to swallow. 
Okay, alternatively, I might say that the time when the Sha'am Mesachakalo is different, meaning that the advice to not get involved with the Rasha, not to fight against the Rasha, might be you have to understand the certain time, the timing of it. Okay, that the timing of this particular interaction, maybe at this time, this Rasha is having a lot of success, leave him alone, don't get into it with him. But maybe when the Rabbi Shabbat Yachai and Rabbi Yochan are talking about, when you do fight against him, it's not Mesachakalo, it's just a regular time when everything seems to be in an even playing field. Okay. Amaula Ula said, Italia Shayabanza Krakadol Sharomi. There was a place called Italia, which sounds like in Italy, of Yavan, of Greece, which is a big city of Rome, of the Roman Empire. Okay? Oh, it's a lot of different. Okay, okay. Italy, Greece, Rome, I don't know, whatever. Okay? I mean, Italy and Rome, I guess, makes sense. But, Bahavia, Tlatme Aparta, Tlatme Aparta. Here's a little bit of an exaggeration, probably, in terms of the uh, size of the city. There was 300 parts by 300 parts. A part, if you think about it, is about 4 mil. A mil is about a kilometer. So this is like 1,200 kilometers by 1,200 kilometers. That's a pretty yeah, large city. That's pretty wild. Okay. But Yeshva Shin Sam Mecheshvakim. Okay, you have to think of the symbolism also. Number tw- 12, the number 12, right, obviously in, in, uh, in the Gavita, uh certainly is significant. 300 is a significant number. So uh, it has 365 markets. Now, 365 is a significant number also, as it says right now. Just like the, day, the number of the days of the sun, right, the solar year has 365. So that's a significant number too. The smallest of all them is of the, the bird sellers. Okay, think about that. Bahavi Shishas are mil, Shishas are mil. That's 16 by 16 mil. Umelach soed becholyom bechamehem. And the king feasts in one of these uh, markets every single day. Bahadarba, and he goes back to it. Afabisha no nolaba. Even though he wasn't born there. One second. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, I apologize. No, sorry, I messed it up. The Hadarba, not Hadar, but Hadar, one who lives in it, even though he wasn't born there, no tell Pratavetamelech. He gets a like prize from the king. Okay, like some type of like uh, uh, Rashi says pras mazon. He gets food. <clears throat> I mean, the king chooses a certain market. If you happen to be in that market that day, even if you don't live there, you still get to enjoy. I guess he shares, you know, some of like the treats that he ate. And somebody was born there, even if they didn't live there, no They also get this type of uh, gift from the king. I'm not sure how they arrange that, but okay. There are three thousand beibani. Uh, Rashi says, uh, 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 does Rashi say this? Maybe not. They bunny are bathhouses. Okay, there's 3,000 bathhouses. The Chamesh and there are 500 windows. Ma'alin Asham Chutzachoma, that like, you know, uh, kick out the, the, uh, the steam, the smoke outside the walls of the city. Sido Echadiam, one wall, one side of the city is the sea. Vitsido Echadarim, the other side is mountains, Ugva Ot and hills. Tido Echad Mechitza, Ishel Barzel, one side is an iron wall. Vitsido Echad Chulsit Umitsula, the other one is a, uh, a swamp. And a uh, what's that? Gravel and swamp, something like that. Okay. Yeah, like a gravel and swampy. Okay, so it's different uh, borders to this, and it's a whole strange uh, reality. It sounds very agabic, you know. I mean, it is agabic, but I'm saying it sounds like I'm not sure what to do with it, but probably something to be uh, right between the lines there. Okay, now we're gonna shift over to a totally different topic. The new Mishnah. Tells us as follows. The new Mishnah says, So let's say we have a situation, something like this year, our year, this year also is a leap year, right? But the older days, they didn't always have the leap year determined from before. They determined at a certain point during the year they'll declare the leap year. Okay, so we know, for example, that we're going to have two Adars, and we're going to decide the Chatzila when to observe the uh, the, like the Purim and things like that. Okay, and we'll discuss a little bit about that now also. But, that's, but the case of the Mishnah is where they they already sort of read the Megillah during the first Adar, and then they declare that there's going to be another Adar. 
It's always the leap month. It's a, it's a second Adar. Okay? Now, so, Karu the Megillah Badar Rishon, they read the Rosh now. So they read the Megillah the first Adar, and then all of a sudden they, decided, they made it a leap year. Okay? Literally, uh, I think mean they say intercalate the year. Karin Ota Badar Shani. So we read again in the second Adar. And here comes a, a big statement. Ain Bain Adar Harishon Adar Shani, Elokrat Megillah Matanol of The only difference between the other Rishon Adar Shani is reading the Megillah Matanol of which apparently the Mishnah is saying you only do in the second uh, Adar and not really in the first Adar. Now, this is the first of a series of Mishnayot, which are called the Ain Bain Mishnayot, which, once again, the thing of the only difference between this and this are, is like one particular halacha, a couple halacha, and it will go into a sequence of Mishnayot. If you learn the Mishnayot, you'll see that it just goes in order. Uh, we got totally off the topic of Megillah for a while, and it will tell us all these different Ain Bains, different things that seem to be similar, and they will um, uh, and show us the difference between the two of them. Okay, so that's a famous little uh, element of the first paragraph of Megillah, this, uh, the, the Mishnayot of the Ain Bains. Okay, but for our purposes now, we're still going to stick in the Megillah for a while. Okay, the Gemara says like this. Now, we pointed out the only difference is Mikra Megillah and Matol which implies that the order of the Parshiyot, the special Arba Parshiyot that we have from uh, Adar leading into Nisan, right? Parshat Shkalim, Parshat Para, right? Parshat Zachor, Parshat Achodesh, all these things. Those would be the same, meaning you do the first month or the second month. Okay? Now, the Gemara says, Mani Matnitin. So, who is the author of our Mishnah? So it won't be the following three Tanaim who we have in the following Brita, okay, who will all have slightly different positions, it seems, from the Mishnah, and we'll try to resolve that. Okay, so same setup as we had in our Mishnah, right? They read Miguel in the first Adar, and now the, there's a, there's a leap month. Karino Tabe Adar Sheni. Okay, read it in the second. We read the Megillah in the second Adar. Okay, so far so good, right? Why? Because all the mitzvot that you do in the second Adar, you also do in the first Adar, except for Migra Megillah, which apparently can only be in the second Adar. And that's not really like our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says also Matanol Levinim. Okay, so it's not like the Tanakhama. You don't read the Megillah in the second month. Because whatever mitzvah you normally do in the second month, you do in the first month too. So I mean, if you already did it in the first month, there's no need to repeat it in the second month. That's also against our, our Tana. You read it again in the second Adar. That whatever uh, mitzvot um, uh, were observed in the second one, you don't do in the first one. Okay, meaning that there's no legitimacy to what was done in the first in the first one. That's also against our Tabah, who said it was limited. There's certain things that you don't do in Adar Rishon. This time it says uh, nothing's in the first Adar. Okay. And they all agree that when it comes to eulogies and fasting that are prohibited both in the first Adar and in the second Adar. And we have a similar thing. We call that, you know, we call Adar, uh, you know, the 14th and 15th of Adar Rishon uh, Purim Katan. And we don't say Tachanon and things like that. Okay. Now, the Gemara points out, Ramshim Gamil, Hanu Tanakama. Now, if you look carefully, the Rishim Gamil seems to be very similar to the Tanakama in this Brayta. So, Amra Papa, Seder Parshiot, Ika Benayu. So he says, he points out the difference would be Seder Parshiot. The Tanakama Sabar, the Chatzchila Besheni, the Abeberishon Avud, Barmin Bikam Megillah. Okay, the Tanakama would say the Chatzchila, you do all these things in the second month, in the second Adar, and if you do it in the first month, uh, it's fine. Except for Mikra Megillah. The Afa got the Karbarishan Karbarishan. Even if you did the first one, you should repeat it in the second one. Okay? Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yosi Sabar, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yosi thinks, Afila Mikra Megillah, Lechatrila Barishan. He thinks, no, you can even do Lechatrila in the first one. Rabbi Shemigal Mil Sabar, Afilu Seder Parshiot, even when it comes to Seder Parshiot, Ikara Barishan, Karu Pesheni. If you did it in the first month, you repeat them in the second uh, Adar, and that's how the Tanakhama was saying. Okay? Um, okay. 
Now, money. Okay. Um, so, who is the author of our Mishnah? Okay, so we're sort of stuck now, right? We have this bright that no one seems to go to Tanakama, so we're kind of stuck. If you Tanakama, the difficulty is the issue of the gifts, the Matanot of Yanim, right? Which our Tanakama says you give, and, and, and the Tanakama says you don't. The question is, Rabbi Lazar he says even Mikha Megillah, you, uh, you're not supposed to do, right? Um, take that right, one second. Um... What's that? What's that again? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What's that again? It's right, Bilal Rabbiosi. It's also Mikra Megillah. It's difficult. Because he said, In Kamino Tabe Adar Sheni. Right. He said, You don't read Mikra Megillah. You don't even read that in the second month at all. In Rabbi Shemgam Leel, Kasha Say the Parshit. And according to Rabbi Shemgam Leel, we have difficulty with the Say the Parshit, or the Parshio, which we just talked about. So the word says, Well, what are we going to do? La Olam Tanakaba. So we'll say, really, it's, it's a, the, the, the author of our Mishnah is, is, is the same as the Tanakhama in the Baraita. For Tana, Mikha Megillah, and the Tana just taught that they're Mikha Megillah. We said the Machlot, the problem was, but what does he say about Matanot Lavinim? But who are the Matanot Lavinim? It must be that he also includes Matanot Lavinim. That you also do this in the second, in second Adar. Why? The Haba Hatalia. Because they're dependent one on another. Remember, we saw earlier, remember we said that the, uh, the uh, Aniim depend on uh, Mikha Megillah because they look towards Mikha Megillah. That's the day they're going to get Matanot Lavinim. So you don't want to separate those two things together at all. So even though the Tanakhama in the excuse me, yeah, even though the uh, what's it, yeah, even in the Tanakama in our Brita didn't mention Matan Lavinim, it must be the Himpider. B by name, alternative if you want, I'll say a different answer. We can go back to the Shemgamliel. The Mishnah was uh, missing something. Here's how it should read. I can remember over here, the issue was say the parashio. Here's how the Mishnah read. The only difference in the 14th of the month in Adarishan, not the month of Adarishan, the 14th of Adarishan, and then the 14th of Adarishan. Okay, so when it comes to husband time, it's all the same. But what's the big difference? But he's not dealing with Seder Parshat at all. I mean, we assume that our Tanakama, uh, the Tanakama, our Mishnah, excuse me, has certain implications about Seder Parshat. And they'll be different than Mishnah Begumliot. But if you say that the Mishnah should be read about the 14th and the 15th, as opposed to the month as a whole, it doesn't deal with Seder Parshat at all, because there's no Parshat on the 14th of the month. Okay, that's a possible answer. Okay. I'm Rabbi Siyah Barabin, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Hilchadag Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Shamar Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Yossi. Okay, so Rabbi Bar Avin says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, because he sang it in the name of Rabbi Yossi, in the name of Rabbi Yossi, sorry. Rabbi Yochanan further says, They both learned it from one Pasuk. What do you mean by that? As follows. The whole Shana Vishana. We had this puzzle before, right? Each and every year. Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yossi Sabar, the whole Shana Vishana. What does this mean each and every year? Ma Kol Shana Vishana Adar Hasamuch Lishvat, Avkan Adar Hasamuch Lishvat. So each and every year, it's saying that each year should be the same. So just as in a normal year, when there's no leap year, Adar is. You know, immediately follows Shvat, so so too the other that has all the mitzvot should immediately follow Shvat, and that would be in a leap year Adar Rishon. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Sabar Bechoshan Avishana Malkoshana Adar Samuch LeNisan Avkan Adar Samuch LeNisan. So he says just the other way, right? Uh, he says, well, every year without a leap year, the other also is right before Nisan. So the same thing should be true when there's two Adars that we celebrate the holiday of Purim in the other that's close to Nisan. I get Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yosi this idea of in Ma'avir and Al-Mitzvah, don't pass by mitzvot, right? So you got to do everything in the other region. 
Hello, Shem Galil, my time, about the reasoning, you know, you know, in terms of Shem Galil, why would you pass by other reason and do now Darshani? I'm a Rebbe Tabi, time of Rebbe Shem Galil, Mismach Geula Legula Adif. Since the reason is because he thinks that juxtaposing one Geula of Purim to the next Geula of, 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 of Pesach, leaving Yitzrayim, is preferable. We'll stop there. Shkoch.